Sam, any last tip you would give people from your perspective that we haven't hit on if they're thinking about sailing on Disney Cruise Line right now? Well, if you decide to sail, just, you know, enjoy the magic, right? The ship or the Disney experience? (laughs) 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 Welcome back, everybody. This week's bonus episode of the DCL Duo podcast. And now that we've been able to cruise on Disney a couple of times, or at least I've cruised twice, Sam's been there once. We've got a third cruise coming up on the Wonder here in October for Sam's birthday. We thought we would do a top five things you should think about before you sail on Disney Cruise Line right now, because we know that there are people out there who are thinking about cruising, maybe a little bit on the fence. We've seen some posts in Facebook and elsewhere of folks who are just out there kind of going back and forth over whether or not now is the right time to cruise on Disney Cruise Line. So we thought we'd offer our top five things to think about or maybe some tips to think through. So I'm going to tee them up and then we're going to discuss them back and forth for for maybe a couple minutes each and try to keep this episode short. We also should have a blog post going up at some point with some of these tips memorialized. So if you want to reference them back, you can either re-listen to this show or head over and read that blog post. Uh, but tip number one from us is going to be... Only you and your family can decide if it's the right time to go on a Disney cruise. Yeah. And that might sound a little self-evident, but there's sort of two thoughts buried in there. The first is just, I'm a big believer and you, ha- you have to do you right now, you and your family. And I, I don't know if we've ever said this expressly on the show, but I manage a team where I work. And as we've talked about coming back into the office or doing various meetings, you know, different folks have had different comfort levels and some folks want to wear face shields. Some are comfortable wearing masks. Some of my team members are out traveling a little bit right now. And I look at that and go, you have to do what makes you comfortable. There is a line that Samantha and I refuse to cross, which is we are we are vaccinated. Our, our son is not yet. He's not eligible. And we are mask wearers. We believe in, in wearing masks. But beyond that, whether or not now is the right time to travel and whether you're comfortable to fly or not, comfortable to sail or not, is really up to you and your family's comfort level. I will say we felt comfortable sailing on Disney Cruise Line because they have so many protocols on board. And actually sailing on between sailing on the Dream and sailing on the Fantasy, those protocols have amped up even further. Uh, when we sailed on the Dream, they were allowing unvaccinated adults on board. Now, everyone has to be vaccinated except children under 12, and everyone has to be tested. That was mm-hmm. also net new. On the Dream, if you were vaccinated, you did not have to be tested. On the Fantasy, everyone had to be tested. And I'll, I'll, I'll say for myself, walking on board the Fantasy, I felt very, very safe. I knew I was surrounded by people who were vaccinated, except for maybe little kids, although there were a few of the, the very few of those on board. And I knew everyone had been tested immediately prior to embarkation. So I thought that was a very safe cruise. But I know leading into the cruise on the Dream, we were both kind of a little, I think, angstful about our son sailing because he's unvaccinated. We traveled to Hawaii over the summer. We traveled to the parks over the summer. Disneyland, yeah. Well, and, and I went to Disney World. That was when cases were waning, though. It looked like we were on the tail end of this thing. Pre-Delta. Yeah, the Delta variant is now with us very much. So, so I don't know what your thoughts were about sailing with a kid right now under 12 who is not vaccinated. So I think if we had any condition where one of us were immunocompromised, I'm not sure I would have made the same decision or continue making the same decision that we are making. Um, if one of us had an uh, immunocompromising condition, I, I might skip it right now. At least until our son can be vaccinated. But I have to say, I I do think it's an individual decision for us. Like you said, the precautions are super high right now on the cruise line. Felt much safer on the cruise line than I did at at the parks, um, our Hollywood studios uh, on our last cruise, and even our trip back in June 
at Disneyland, even though Disneyland, definitely the precautions felt more stringent than at Disney World. So I would say I felt very safe on the cruise, more so than even sometimes at you know a local supermarket. So yeah, so I, I felt very safe uh, given the precautions that Disney Cruise Line is taking. And I take, and you and I take extra precautions on the airplane, double masking, putting Nathan in between us so he's farther away from any other people, making sure that, you know, we stay away from people, washing our hands a lot, all those kinds of things. So, and, and I will say Nathan has been back in school since September of 2020. He's been wearing masks. He went to a summer camp in 2020. 20, yeah, in 2020, where he wore masks again in 2021, where they were enforcing mask wearing. So our son is very comfortable wearing masks. He's very compliant with wearing his mask. And so, you know, look, I would boil this all down to if masks aren't your jam, if you are opposed to testing in some capacity or something, just don't sail right now. It's not the time to be sailing. These protocols are there for a reason. And I think Disney is doing a very fair job in enforcing those protocols. And so you got to be comfortable with them if you're going to sail. I also did want to say buried in this uh, tip here is just, I, I know there are lots of people out there who are like opting to cruise. They're ready to travel, but they're getting lots of pressure from friends and family around it. I will thankfully say our friends and family have not been offering us much pressure. They know how careful we are. I have also encountered folks, uh, we sailed with some folks a few weeks back on the Dream who, you know, their attitude was we're, we we do get some negative attention from some folks that are around us. But, you know, look, where we live, folks aren't very vaccinated. So going to the supermarket actually feels more dangerous than being on this cruise right now. And so I, I just say that you got to you gotta reduce the signal to noise. I guess you got to figure out for yourself how much the opinion of others sort of matters to you. I will say for us, we've been cooped up for so long that we are balancing out the risks here and traveling just to sort of keep our own mental sanity. And we feel relatively healthy, relatively ro- low risk because we are vaccinated. So the worst happens we are hopeful that it will not overly impact our family at this point, but we recognize that risk. Number two on the list on our side of things is a tip that I really give everyone right now, which is read everything that Disney Cruise Line sends you. If you decide to book a cruise, read everything. And if you are researching a cruise, head to the Disney Cruise Line website and read the no before you go. Read it again and again. Go back and visit it several times. It changed just last week. And as I said, we took a cruise on the Dream and then I took a cruise on the Fantasy and the protocols changed in between. And we just had a guest uh, on for a bonus episode and are going to have an episode with her coming out later this week about her cruising experience. And the protocols literally changed as between her first cruise and a second cruise that happened, you know, like a week later. And so you have to be reading what's going on from Disney Cruise Line because there are lots of requirements. They change. And if you get them wrong, it's on you. And when you show up to the port, you will be denied boarding if you are not there ready with the right documents, the right testing, all of that sort of stuff. So my advice is read everything coming from Disney Cruise Line, coming from your travel agent. If you have questions, ask them. This is not a time for misunderstanding what is required of you. I don't know, Sam, if you have any thoughts there. Yeah. The only thing I would say is in the Facebook groups, there tends to be a lot of discussion of what the current rules are. So if you are taking a particular sailing, you get online to your Facebook group. I wouldn't necessarily rely on the information that other people are giving you in that group. But if you're confused, odds are somebody else uh, maybe has even called in and that there's a discussion going on in your Facebook group about whatever issue you're confused on. So 
I'm not saying to rely on that information. I'm just saying it, it could be operate as a gut check for you. So if you have, you know, read something a couple of times and you think the answer is, you know, X, feel free to post about it in your Facebook group to see if others are understanding it the same way. Yeah, but I'm I'm going to go a step further and say if you have a question about something, my my best recommendation, pick up the phone and call Disney or your travel agent. They are a source of truth. They can ask questions and there's lots of stuff that folks are interpreting online that Disney has not firmly answered one way or another. And the best way to get an answer is for someone to call Disney and ask the question. So Absolutely. don't leave anything to chance right now. If you show up to the port, like I said, and you've done something wrong, that is on you. Disney is not going to make special accommodations against their protocols as some families who sailed on the dream and some of its first revenue sailings discovered when they show up to the port with the wrong tests or no tests for their kids under 12. So I, I think it's actually really funny. I was seeing just the other day in one of the Facebook groups that we're in for our October cruise. Uh, somebody asking about where the sign-up was for fish extenders. I mean, there haven't been fish extenders since they restarted cruises uh, in the UK and in the US. So it's just kind of funny to me that there are clearly people who are not reading uh, on the Disney sites and not paying attention to what's going on or the discussions in a lot of the Facebook groups. So read everything, as Brian said. Yeah, which takes us to, let's head into tip number three here, which is just in addition to reading everything about the protocols and all that sort of stuff, educate yourself about the onboard experience right now and set your expectations appropriately. You're expecting to step back on a ship and to have the experience look like it did when you last sailed in 2020 or 2019, you were going to be rudely awakened on board. It is a very different experience right now. And I just want to say in some cases, that's great. It's a great experience. Reduced capacity on the ship can be a lot of fun. You know, some people might actually say reduced capacity on the ship is not great because they're not seeing lots of people, meeting lots of people. Uh, you're not getting to dine with other groups in the dining room. Some people love it. Some people don't. They like to meet, meet and make friends. They love the kinetic energy around the ship. You board the ship right now, you get a special show in the atrium, I guarantee, or I'm, I'm guessing we won't see that forever. So that's a net, net additional new experience. I think the character interactions on board right now are way better than they've ever been in the past just because they're wandering around the ship constantly. And so you're getting these serendipitous kind of encounters that are very fun. I talked about one on our fantasy trip report that I just did recently. So there's some pros. And there's some cons, but you can't figure that out unless you read about and hear about and, you know, just discover the experiences that other people are having on board. And you also need to recognize that those experiences are changing from cruise to cruise, week to week, day to day. Skyline's closed right now, may not be closed in a month. Kids clubs were only allowing an hour and a half at a time when we were on board the Dream. We're hearing now... Maybe they'll let the kids in more often, but you can only pre-reserve about an hour and a half of time. But know what the onboard experience is like because it's not like what it was. Yeah. Here's a good, great example. Uh, there's a lot of people who like to buy and munch on candy and popcorn when they go into the Buena Vista Theater or the Walt Disney Theater. Guess what? There's no popcorn. There's no candy for sale. In fact, there is no popcorn on board at all, from what I can tell. So don't bring your popcorn bucket that you got on your last cruise back in 2020 or 2019, because there's no place to refill it. So if you must have popcorn in the theater, I'm sorry. I guess this is just not the time to cruise for you. 
Well, and I'm not sure I'd be that harsh with anyone. Just I, what all I'm saying is activities are reduced. Shore excursions at Castaway Key are reduced. If your favorite thing is parasailing, that's not happening right now. You just need to know what's going on and not going on and just need to recognize that things are very different. Well, if you've gotten this far on the show and you are thinking, wow, I would like to experience a Disney Cruise Line vacation right now and take advantage of some of these changes on board that are actually kind of net positive, well, reach out to Touring Plans Travel. We use Touring Plans Travel to book our own fabulous Disney Cruise Line vacations, including some of these vacations we're talking about right now. Uh, We use them to book trips to the park. We've even used them to book cruises not on Disney Cruise Line and just absolutely love our travel specialist over at Touring Plans. She is fantastic. She's always there for us. She's helped us out in a jam. She will sit on hold when we need her to. She will get us the rooms that we need. She will do lots of stuff for us to help our family vacations just be a little bit easier. And so, and remember, you don't pay for that. Disney pays for that when you travel. So you are leaving money on the table. I tell you, if you don't use a travel specialist to plan your Disney vacations, they can make life so much easier. And as we're talking about on the show, they can keep up with all these protocol changes. They can keep up with what's required to sail. They can help you rebook if things go wrong or something happens. So we love using our travel specialist. She's fantastic. Head over to touringplans.com slash travel to book your next fabulous Disney vacation. Let them know the DCL duo sent you to help support our show. And with that, back to the episode. Which leads us into tip number four, because one of the biggest things that's different right now for Disney Cruise Line is the kids club. I will say Edge and Vibe are the least impacted right now in terms of what the experience is like for kids at those ages, right? Oceaneers Club and Oceaneers Lab is very, very different right now than it has been in the past. When we were on the Dream a few weeks back, that meant pre-reserving time in the kids club for our son. Uh, The Disney website will tell you that that's a two and a half hour reservation. In fact, you get about 90 minutes. It's no longer unfettered. I get to do whatever I want in the kids club with whoever I want. You kind of go in with a group of kids, you're moved from room to room on, you know, very rotation, rotating through the rooms and very structured activities so that the staff can come behind each room and clean it as you leave it for the next group to come through. And so the kids get about 90 minutes in the kids club right now to clip. Now we are hearing, or I heard last week on the fantasy that they were allowing kids to go in maybe, you know, more than once a day, just couldn't pre-reserve it, which is net new. I don't think, however, the experience has become the unfettered free-for-all that it once was. And so if you are the family that travels on Disney Cruise Line because your kids love the kids club and you love the, you know, satellite falls adult pool and so you drop them off and you catch up at dinner, that's not the experience right now, even as the protocols may be loosening. And so just know that this is what I would describe as much more of a family vacation right now, meaning you as a family are together doing activities together by the pool together, all that sort of stuff. We are fine with that. We think it's fun and we still had a great time and we had a great time with our son, but I think it leads to some recommendations around, you know, pack some family games, make sure you understand that it's going to be family time. It's not going to be adults relaxing while kids are playing. And then, you know, you connect up as family later in the day. So I don't know if you had any other thoughts on the kids club experience right now, but it seemed like Nathan still really loved the kids club. So uh, while the experience is different, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a bad experience. In fact, I, I, I I think in some ways it may encourage kids who are a little bit reluctant to do some of the group activities to actually participate in them like our son. So yeah, I agree. It's just, it's just a different experience. And so something to be aware of depending upon what your normal routine is when you're cruising on Disney. 
Well, let's head into our last tip. So some friends of ours over at the Mouse Gen vlog, actually, Lake and Katie, gave me this uh, these words of wisdom that I have uh, taken with me now on just about every cruise that we've been on since they've restarted, which is pack your patience pants <laughs> is the tip. Uh, I, I would actually describe it as both pack your patience and also pack your grace. Prepare to give the crew some grace right now. Sam, how stressful is that testing process and waiting? And why might you want to pack your patient's pants? Oh, my goodness. Because they tell you or they may tell you it's going to be a half hour to 45 minutes and it may take an hour and a half in order for you or more for you to get your test results back. They are giving you real, real estimate and it is not accurate. And that's not because they are wanting to lie to you. I think it's really just a matter of they're trying to get a lot of testing done at once. And they probably don't know how backed up the lab is at any given time. So it's just, uh, you just have to be patient. And as Brian said, graceful with the staff, with the um, well, that's the the off the onshore staff, but even with the onboard staff, they don't have any control over what the protocols are and what's allowed and what's not allowed. Those decisions come from way up on high, and so it, you know if you're frustrated with something guess what? They're probably frustrated with it too. Well, not just up on high. They may be legally required to be doing some of what they're doing in order to continue sailing. And so they can't make exceptions for you and your family without jeopardizing the ability for the cruise line to sail. So you know, I look, I will say on the fantasy, I was wildly impressed with how efficient they were with the testing. I actually think that Chad and I waited less than the estimated time that we received to get our tests back. And so just be prepared. Just be prepared. I think the other thing to be prepared for is something's going to change. Something's going to go wrong. Something's not going to meet the expectation that you have for it in your mind right now. Just be prepared for that and try as much as you can to ro- to roll with it and give the crew... Grace. It really struck me this time around, sort of talking to some of the crew members, that you have to remember these people have left their homes, they've left their families, they may have left people that they love in situations that are not great from a COVID standpoint. Places in this world where vaccination rates are very low and Delta rates are very high, where healthcare is not something that they have ready access to or, or as good of a healthcare system as we might have. And now they're on a ship. And they're trying to help you have a magical cruise. And I will say that all of the crew members we encountered were truly happy. We're truly trying to be friendly. We're truly trying to give us that magical experience. But just know that the context around where they're coming from and their own situations is something they can't just leave behind, right? And so when things go wrong, give them grace. We all need a little grace right now. Take care of those crew members because they are there potentially in a dangerous situation themselves to give you a vacation experience. And so I just say, if you're, I'll sum this up by saying, if you're not the type of person who is, you know, got the ability to be patient and flexible, uh, like just, I might not go on a cruise yeah, right stay now. Home. <laughs> yeah, I might not go on a cruise right now because you've got to be prepared to roll with some things that happen while you're on board and things just aren't guaranteed to go right. So Sam, any last tip you would give people from your perspective that we haven't hit on if they're thinking about sailing on Disney Cruise Line right now? Well, if you decide to sail, just, you know, enjoy the magic, right? The ship or the Disney experience? Well, I guess she'll be back in the Miami. Magic will be back she'll soon. Be back she'll be back in Florida soon. So no, I mean, enjoy the Disney experience. I, you know, enjoy the food, enjoy the characters, enjoy the shows. I mean, th- there's a lot to be thankful for. 
there's a lot to enjoy uh, when you're on the ship, despite modifications to activities. So that would be the that would be my final thought. Yeah, I, I think if you feel safe going, uh, there's a lot of magic to be had on board Disney Cruise Line right now, and a lot of great experiences that you're not going to be able to get again with the reduced capacity and things like that. So know what you're getting yourself into, but if you decide to go, you're going to have a great time. So we will wrap it up there, and we will see you next time. Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed this week's bonus episode and our tips for cruising on Disney Cruise Line right now. We've certainly gotten some experience under our belt with both the dream and the fantasy having restarted and having been on board both. And we'll be on The Wonder on October 15th, uh, help celebrate Sam's birthday that weekend. And uh, yeah, we're really looking forward to sailing on The Wonder again. It's been a little while. Some friends are going to be on board with us, so it's going to be fantastic. We cannot wait. Cannot wait. With that, I do just want to thank each and every one of you out there for listening this week. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast. You can keep getting great content from the DCL duo each week. Please also head over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us those five-star reviews, especially those five-star written reviews. We love reading them on the air each week and we love getting the feedback from our listeners. So head over, leave us a review if you haven't already. If you'd like to send us a question or be a guest on the show, please email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo. You can also head over to the DCL Duo Vlog and Podcast Facebook group to join a conversation with some like-minded DCL Duo fans and cruisers like yourself. If you'd like to help support the show, of course, you can head over to touringplans.com slash travel to book your next fabulous Disney Cruise vacation just let them know the dcl duo sent you or you can browse to patreon.com slash dcl duo and join one of our monthly support tiers we really do appreciate each and every one of our patreons out there and they also get special access to some new content we're putting out the point counterpoint episodes that we are we are releasing in our normal podcast channel but a week later and they get to set the agenda for those shows so head over join our patreon crew we really really love each and every one of them over there the dcl duo podcast and vlog are not affiliated with disney cruise line the disney company or the disney family of theme parks the views expressed in the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the disney company or disney cruise line if you have questions about a disney cruise or disney vacation please contact disney directly or your own travel agent thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time for another fabulous disney adventure with the DCL duo. Good night.